0: Hi, Royals fans. This is J.J. Piccolo. The University of Kansas Health System is the official health care provider of the Kansas City Royals. And gone! Trust the same experts who make the right call for the Royals and go to kansashealthsystem.com slash royals matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now, and drive off as early as today. Just text apply now to 88909 right now to get started. That's apply now to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text apply now to 88909. Refinancing your mortgage is fast and easy when you choose
1: American Financing. Hey guys, it's Peyton Manning.
0: With just a 10-minute call, you can pre-qualify
1: to lower your rate, consolidate high-interest debt, and even access cash. There are no upfront fees to pay, and you could postpone up to two months of mortgage payments.
0: Call 800 700 or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, ninety-two point three FM. I, I told y'all before the season, we got we got Coach Andy Reed, we got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reed, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I'm, I think I'm gonna hang around. Uh, I'm not gonna say dynasty yet. We're not done. So I'm not gonna say yet. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN
2: Wichita, 92.3 FM. With Heart Pharmacy and Home Medical, managing your medications has never been easier. Get your prescriptions customized in one monthly pickup with meds organized by date and time and securely sealed in easy open packages. When it's time to take your next dose, just peel the package open and your pills are there. That's all there is to it. No boxes, no bottles, no bother. Heart Pharmacy and Home Medical is your community Health Mart pharmacy. Visit us at 6217 East 13th Street, North Wichita, Kansas. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. You're in the Can Equip Case IH Red Zone Hour on The Shane
0: Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM.
3: Thank you, Jack. Coming up here in a little bit, we'll talk to Jamie Bluma. Ask him about picking up a curveball. And if Brad Keller can do it at the big league level. That's coming up about 23 minutes from right now. I'm old Jack Young coming up in the final segment of the show. And we'll hand you off to the Pulse and Pat Strothman from 2 to 4. Here on Your Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 and ESPNWichita.com. NBA back in action after their week long all star break. And if you haven't checked lately, you got three pretty darn good teams in the NBA and a bunch of other teams. You got the Celtics, Bucks, and Nuggets with either 41 or 42 wins. And then it's kind of everybody else. And I I suppose that's what every sports league is looking for, parity. The Celtics are the ones with 42 wins. They're on a pace to win 58. And if that holds, this would be the very first 82-game season in 23 years without a 60-win team. And only the second such season in the past 44 years. And for the first time in 27 years that the NBA has tracked net rating, that is point differential per 100 possessions, there are fewer than three teams with at least five in that stat per ESPN. Only the Celtics and Cavaliers currently exceed the 5.0 mark. And, again, that's the first time in 27 seasons. So, in other words, there are no great teams in the NBA, a lot of good ones, but no real great ones. Just four teams are more than four games out of a spot in their conference's play-in tournament. I don't know what, uh, Jack, you think about that play-in thing, but if the aim is to keep everybody interested as long as they can – Without tanking, then I think maybe it's a job well done. Because 7 through 10 in each conference has a play-in. And right now, 28 wins is kind of the magic number as of right this second to get into the play-in portion of the playoffs. The Raptors, for example, in the East are 28 and 31, but the Bulls, Pacers, and Magic are between 24 and 26 wins. So it goes all the way down to 13 teams in the East that are at least still interested in this. Over in the West, the Thunder are 28 and 29. As of right this second, they're 10th, but the Jazz, Trailblazers, and Lakers, are all right there, too. So the West goes 13 deep. In addition to the East having 13 teams still interested, the Hornets, Pistons, Spurs, and Rockets are dead in the water and, for all intents and purposes, eliminated. Jack, how do you feel about the 7 through 10 teams quote-unquote playing in to get those last couple of spots uh, that will basically shrink both conferences, when it's all said and done, to eight
4: teams. I mean, it's fun to see more basketball, but sometimes that you just have some seven through ten teams that are not really deserving of being in that spot. Now, it also, I guess, can be seen on the flip side of going, well, some teams that got snubbed, maybe you're just were in a tougher division that didn't really have a chance to get that final eight spot. They do get a fair shot to have these play-in games. But, you know, this year you have Miami, who's a seven, Atlanta's an eight out of the east, Washington's a nine, and Toronto's the ten at 28-31. and 31. Out of the west, you have New Orleans, the seven, Minnesota's the eight, Golden State as the nine, and OKC is the ten. So, like, out of the east... You look at it and go, oh, Washington's not that exciting to watch. Toronto's not that exciting to watch. I wouldn't want to see them get in as the eighth seed. But then on the western side, like, would you not want to see Golden State back in it? Well, see, that's the thing, too, because Steph Curry's going to come back before yeah. too long. And maybe if he's got a
3: four-leaf clover up as you-know-what, Zion might come back for the mm-hmm. Pelicans. And they're seventh and could do better than that. So there's that intrigue, I guess.
4: So I think I kind of look at it in the way that I look at the playing games for the NCAA tournament. Like, they're not always the most exciting games. You'll have those ugly ones where it's like 54 to 41 and you're going, (laughs) I just wasted 40 minutes of game action. But hey, guess what it is? It's basketball. It's the NCAA tournament. Same thing with the NBA play for me. Like, it doesn't excite me as a one-versus-eight matchup, where right now, uh, if you had the Western Conference end today, you'd have Denver playing Minnesota, or you'd have Memphis playing New Orleans. Uh, out of the East, you'd have Boston playing Atlanta, or you'd have Milwaukee playing Miami. Like, those are fun matchups to me. But before all of that, I think you could still have a fun game where it'd be like a Miami versus a Toronto, and Atlanta versus Washington. Like, it's not the most exciting of matchups, but at least you know they're kind of do or die type of games that you are yeah. still playing for something. They're not just throwaway, round robin, all fun and dandy type of basketball games. There's still something on the line there, but I think it's very comparable to the playing games in Dayton for the NCAA tournament. They're not going to get you going, the, the adrenaline pumping, but they are still postseason games with something on the line.
3: And there are only nine games separating the number two team in the West and the Lakers at 13. Nine games separate the Grizz and the Lakers. So I guess if you want to hit your wagon to something, take a look at the Western Conference and see how that shapes up because the Grizzlies with 35 wins and the Lakers with 27 wins. That's the number two seed and that's the number 13 seed. As we mentioned, hopefully Zion Williamson comes back, if you're a Pelicans fan or a Western Conference fan, and Steph Curry coming back from his injury as well. Uh, Moving on, a little bit of golf news here, Um, specifically the LPGA. Their season resumed on Wednesday. And did you know that this year, the LPGA Tour will hand out $101.4 million in total prize money That's a record, but some of the venues, the locale of these LPGA events are pretty staggering as far as how spanning the globe they happen to be. That's a terrible way to put it, but the Honda LPGA Thailand began uh, late last night and is number two on 34 events in the schedule of the tour's 10-month and 13-country schedule that will feature. Now, not all these players are going to make all these tournaments, but that's over 70,000 miles of travel. They started in Orlando back in late January, the LPGA Tour did, They're in Thailand right now. From there, they will go to Singapore, Arizona, California, Hawaii, Texas, L.A., then San Francisco and California, Clifton, New Jersey, Las Vegas, back to Jersey for two events in Jersey City and Galloway, Michigan, back to New Jersey, to Springfield, then to California and Pebble Beach, Ohio, Michigan, France, Scotland, England, Northern Ireland, British Columbia, Canada, Portland, Ohio, Spain, Rogers, Arkansas, Texas, China, South Korea, Taiwan, Japan, and then back-to-back tournaments in Florida to wrap up the season. Good Lord. In a four-week span, San Francisco to New Jersey to Vegas to New Jersey. Um, somebody help me with that. Why? Anyway, uh, Mississippi State uh, baseball news now. Mississippi State started an ambidextrous pitcher, and he won his first career start. His name, I'm uh, boy, I'm not sure about uh, trying to pronounce this kid's name. Jurangello. His first name is. J U R R A N G E L O. Last name C I J N T J E. Maybe at some point before the show's over, I'll go get a pronunciation guide. But anyway, this freshman can pitch with both hands. And he did against Louisiana Monroe. He went four innings, gave up one hit, and struck out seven. And he threw 90-plus with both hands. Not at the same time, but Shocker fans may remember a Creighton pitcher and eventual big leaguer Pat Venditti did this in the Missouri Valley back in the day. Now, Venditti didn't throw nearly that hard. Do you remember that kid? A man, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. You remember Pat Venditti? Um Dodgers a little bit. Um he bounced around some. But anyway, this this freshman from Mississippi State apparently, according to the pitching ninja, hit ninety seven right handed and ninety two left handed. Jack, can you wrap your mind around that?
4: Some people are just gifted like that. I mean. Dude, no. He's an alien. All right? Nobody's just
3: gifted like that. By the way, Venditti, Blue Jays, Mariners, Dodgers, Giants, Marlins. So he did bounce around a little bit.
4: And what is he, 18?
3: Uh, yeah, I guess so. And he's a
4: true freshman from what freshman, I heard from my yeah. good buddy Joel Penfield last night.
3: Okay, so he's aware of him. 75 pitches, threw 58 with his right arm, and topped out at 98. This is according to Clarion-Ledger. So there's some there's some uh, debate on how hard he was throwing, but there's no debate that he was over 90 miles an hour with both freaking hands. Let me just ask you this. If I gave you a baseball and I stood 60 feet, six inches away from you, could you make it to me left-handed in the air? Overhand, not underhand.
4: Yes. Yes, I could. You could. Not, yes, I could. Okay. Not very fast.
3: Well, of course. No, I I get it. But that's, and then there's this, I see a picture of his overlay, him throwing one, you know, one pitch left-handed and one pitch right-handed. It's, man, I, I will never get used to that. Just having used to throw a baseball for a living. Well, I couldn't. Barely cracked 90 with my best hand. And this guy can do it with both. I, I, I move on before my head explodes. Um, in golf, uh, back to golf, Hall of Fame finalists revealed, Patrick Harrington, Jim Furick, and Butch Harmon headlined the group of 12 World Golf Hall of Fame finalists. Induction votes will be cast next month at the Players' Championship. In a ratings... Reveal that should surprise no one. Sunday's NBA All-Star Game averaged a 2.2 rating and 4.59 million viewers, both by far the lowest figures ever for the NBA All-Star Game. What can they do? Anything? I mean, it's kind of like the Pro Bowl used to be. Nobody really cares. It's barely basketball. Pro Bowl is barely football. Thoughts? Can we fix that?
4: No. Uh, But, see, Uh. the the thing is, it's such a a difficult situation to kind of go with because, you know, they used to try harder uh, during the Pro Bowl and used to try harder during the NBA. It's just not the the landscape anymore. And I think with the current NBA, you don't want to force any guys to go out there and play really hard for, you know, give or take, I guess that would be 12 minutes quarter. So it was a layup
3: line, man. And I don't
4: yeah. want to be, I don't want to be the latest to pile on to that, but just to have skills competitions. I yeah, think that's
3: and the, the pro bowl. At least they fixed, uh, did the flag football thing, which, you know, was, I think better,
4: you know, um, can they pay him? Can they pay him to try? Oh, I'm sure they could. I, I don't think they would though. Yeah. Anyway,
3: um, So in uh, basketball, women's tonight, Tennessee hosts number one, South Carolina, 6 o'clock on ESPN. And in NBA, we mentioned they're back at it, Grizzly 76ers tonight, 630 on TNT, followed by the Warriors and the Lakers. There you go, Warriors-Lakers right out of the chute. You got a team in the play-in, and the Lakers are at 13th with the play-in still in sight. Uh, college basketball. Number 21, Northwestern. Take on Illinois. It's on the Big Ten Network. And number four, UCLA. Is that Utah? That is on Fox Sports One. XFL. The Battle Hawks and the Sea Dragons. Tonight at eight o'clock on ESPN Plus. Jack, can you tell me either team's home city? The Battle Hawks and the Sea Dragons?
4: Isn't the Sea Dragon Seattle?
3: Very good. I'm impressed. Battle Hawks are St. Louis. Okay. Excellent. Uh, the Honda Classic going on right now, ESPN Plus, And then here in a little bit, the Golf Channel. The Tour's Florida Swing underway at PGA National Palm Beach Gardens. LPGA, as I mentioned, they're in Thailand. If you're into that, that's tonight at 9 o'clock on Golf Channel slash Peacock. As well. All right, it one nineteen. When we come back, we'll talk to Jamie Bloom. Get the baseball talk cranked back up again. Brad Keller's got a curveball apparently. Will he use it? We'll ask Jamie Bluma what it's like to pick up a third pitch and use it in a game. Plus, some other uh, news and notes. And I want to get his thoughts on the Drew Waters injury uh, and the potential issue that Waters will run into because he's a young guy and trying to make the team and come back earlier than the six-week window that we've been led to believe. And then later on, I'm old Jack Young coming up to wrap up the show. But coming up next, Jamie Blumo with some baseball talk, former Shocker and former Royal joins as he does every Thursday. It's one twenty.
0: The Shane Dennis
5: Show will be right back. On ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability, they value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential.
6: Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022, Case IH equipment from CanEquip. Choose from Case IH seeders, tillage tools, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit CanEquip in Wichita Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. Candy Quip, Candy Quip you.
2: Due to recent changes in Kansas law, many more residents are participating in sports wagering. But here's an important reminder to keep the fun in the game. If you're into sports betting, only bet with money you can afford to lose. Don't let problematic sports gambling ruin the game for you. If you or someone you love is already experiencing problematic gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER and ask to be referred to a counselor. This message is brought to you by the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability Services and the South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Paid
7: for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931 Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931 800-516-9931 That's 800-516-9931 800-516-9931.
0: entrepreneurs wanted. With over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita, Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs in the markets we live and work. One such business is Knox Numis, a wealth management advisory group. Our business moved to our new North Rock location and they seamlessly guided us through the build out of the space. We couldn't have asked for a better partner. We are committed to providing the best value and quality to the businesses we serve. To learn more, visit OCCMGMT.com or call Call 316 262
3: 3331. 123 here on Thursday. Shane Dennis' show continues that music can only mean one thing. Since it's Thursday, that means we're talking to Jamie Bluma on the hotline. Former shocker, former royal. Uh, Jamie, thanks for your flexibility. I know we're way early. Thank you for picking up.
1: No, I was actually listening to you guys uh, uh, on my phone, and then my phone rings. And I'm like, here we go. Let's rock and roll.
3: Thank you for your support. Absolutely. So uh, talk to me, uh, this uh, Keller thing, uh, picking up a curveball. As Jack and I were kind of trying to talk and walk our way through this, whether he'll actually – Throw one in anger in a non-spring training game. I got to thinking about you. You were just a two-pitch guy. Now you're a reliever, and Keller's a starter. And it's a little more important for most starters to have more than two pitches. We could talk about Brady Singer till till we're blue in the face. But that was with a changeup. This is with a curveball. I understand there was a point in your professional career where you were at least strongly suggested or made to throw one because uh, you're a fastball slider guy. Tell us how that went.
1: Uh, I remember vividly it was uh, versus Buffalo Bisons in Rosenblatt Stadium in 1996, um, and I was told that every left-handed hitter that I faced that day, I could throw nothing but change-ups. Regardless, oh, change up wow. It was change up yeah, no curveball stuff ever. Um, and it was change-ups, so we, I needed something soft, to a lefty. So that was that was the rule for the day. And they didn't care about the outcome, I don't think. But I know Jesse Levis, if you remember that name, uh, he hit a ball that may have killed an orangutan at the Omaha Zoo. Mm, um, IP. Yeah. Um, so that was it. And, and the crazy thing was is I think because of that and my willingness to, to do that and all that stuff, I think it was probably 10 days or maybe two weeks later I got called up. Wow. Um, now, was a change up part of my repertoire? No, that was my third best pitch if I even had it. You know, I don't know if I threw ten of them that season in Omaha. I, I was pretty confident with my my two seam, four seam and slider. I didn't even throw a ton of four seams, a lot of two seams and sliders. Um but uh with all the with all the different cameras and all the rap stuff and all that, I mean I think it's a lot a lot easier for a guy today to to attempt to throw a new pitch, to see what it – You know, see what it looks like from, you know, from a metric standpoint and all those kind of things. Instead of back when, we would just have to try it and hitters would let us know if it was any good or not. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, well, that curveball wasn't very good. Well, no curveball is good when you hang it. Uh, Nobody can hit a good curveball or a slider when you throw it where you want to. So, um, and if he feels like that's something that he needs to add to his repertoire uh, to be able to get him. You know, back in the starting rotation, or more power to him. And you just have a lot of different tools uh, in the toolbox now to be able to, you know, change the rotation axis and all of those different things that you can do uh, with all the high-speed cameras and all that kind of technology that they have in spring training. Uh, I'm kind of jealous. It would be, it would be nice to try to go back, you know, when and, and try to do some of those things to see if you could create another pitch. Uh, and just to see how it looks like. But ultimately, hitters are going to still tell you, let you know whether it's it's a good one or not.
3: Yeah, and I think uh, in Keller's situation, it was kind of similar to yours, uh, other than he's trying to save his career, you're trying to get to the big leagues. Uh, but it, it all boils down to your coaches at AAA thought you needed something soft, and certainly to a lefty to get them off your fastball and slider and Keller needs something soft because his fastball, slider, and occasional changeup apparently that he throws all are about the same speed. So, and like I was telling Jack in the second segment when we were talking about Keller and his curveball discovery, you don't necessarily have to get a bunch of swings and misses with a curveball because especially with him, if he's got the guts enough to throw it oh oh, that's pretty much a free strike, isn't it?
1: Yeah, if you can get it over. I mean, that's it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve in there, too, to be able to throw that pitch for a strike when you want to and so to be able to throw that pitch for a ball when he wants to. But to add to that, you know this as well as I do, you, you don't even necessarily have to have a good one right out of the gate. Anytime that you you show another pitch, that is something that the hitter has to account for. So that's now in his brain, you know. So now he's got a scouting report on you that he didn't know anything about a curveball, and here they comes with a curveball like, man, now you've got to – you got to put that in your brain about man. I got something else from Keller that I've got to keep an eye out for. Uh, obviously, you're still looking for him to make mistakes up in the zone, just like you are with any pitcher. Uh, but but to know that he's got that other thing, I mean, that's just another added weapon uh, that a hitter might get his brain a little bit about.
3: And to further that point, just a little bit, if you have something soft like that. And whether you threw it for a strike or not uh, is is irrelevant because when you come back and maybe make a mistake with a center-cut fastball, it's a little quicker to those hitters' brains, uh, and you, you may get away with one because they pop it up, foul it back, or swing and miss, where ordinarily if they're thinking one speed, they're going to hit it to the uh, rival's deck or whatever's in right field at, at Kauffman now, Right. <laughs>
1: Sure. Well, and absolutely. And sometimes if you, if they haven't seen that pitch from you and you throw that in the count, you may freeze a guy. I mean, especially when he hasn't been on a scouting report or anything like that, especially early. Um, I mean, but I'm sure that's something people are paying attention to this spring. Um, you know, what, what everybody's featuring and all this stuff. There's just so many metrics and so much information overload, I think, uh, on what everybody's got, the spin rates and all that kind of stuff. Uh, at the end of the day, you still got to go up there as a hitter and, you know, make a guy make a mistake or or hit a hit a good pitch and put a good swing on it and same thing with pitchers we got to be able to hit spots and 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 work ahead in the count and those kind of things will never change
3: talking to jamie bloom a former royal talking uh baseball get to some specifics here in a second um but i want to ask your opinion on the drew waters injury first of all it sucks uh because he's going to be out about six weeks and he was slated to be duking it out with Kyle Isbell for a, if not an everyday spot in the outfield, at the very least a, uh, a platoon spot. But the point is, he's out due to injury for what we think is going to be six weeks. Uh, not that I'm going to ask your expertise on an oblique injury, because I've never had one, and I don't think you have either. But the point is, this is the theory that really gets tested by a young kid, which Drew Waters is, that you can't make the club in the tub. Like, how tough will the, do you think it'll be for him to want to come back early and potentially, especially with an oblique for a hitter, too early?
1: That's what you're going to have to uh, – you're going to have to – that's going to be tough, man, because he, he knew he was going to be battling for the starting position on this team. And now uh, six weeks is a long time. That's all spring training. I mean, that's yep. the season started, you know. And so – at that point you've you got to get wrapped up and ramp excuse me ramped up into baseball shape again and probably go down to Omaha and I mean there's just no guarantees you know just because he, he was here at the end of last year to not go out this spring and be able to put up numbers and prove it without a doubt that he needs to be on this team. Um, I, I think he's going to want to try to come back as, as soon as he thinks he can and, and you know as obliques go, I don't even know if I have one. Um, <laughs> I can't. Pull one. I'm gonna go. With, I think. I think, go he, with you can't I think. you got fat. two of
3: them. You got two of them. There's one in there somewhere.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but um, I mean that's just one of those tricky ones. Like I, I don't know. You come back too early, and I, I don't want this to end up, you know, being a thing that you see the bottom of the entire entire year. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, what was he doing? Was he taking BP? Was he just? a I assume a workout.
3: I assume it was on a swing. Yeah, I assume yeah, so. Yeah,
1: just yeah, just normal, which is which is crazy. I mean, you, do, you, you guys do that so often. You know, why one swing versus another swing on any given day? Uh, do you have an, an oblique uh, to that degree? I mean, that's a that's a long. That's six weeks is a long time, especially when you're supposed to be vying for a job.
3: And, and you wonder if it is more prevalent in switch hitters. Because in theory, you're taking twice as many hacks. You're trying to get some from the right side, trying to get some from the rest, uh, left side. Uh, and to your point, uh, your, your joke about not knowing if you have obliques. I mean, how do, you, how do you stretch out your oblique? How do you warm up your oblique to make sure you don't hurt yourself? Because Jack and I were talking about this the other day. Salvi had a, an oblique, I feel like not that long ago. And you can reaggravate that thing quick. So I, I don't envy Drew Waters. I feel terrible for the kid that not only is he injured during spring training, but something that's going to keep him out for quite a while, you would think. Uh, Jack is in love with the World Baseball Classic. It starts March 7th.
1: What say you? Uh, I'm excited just because it's baseball. We don't get to see this kind of thing when you're playing for your country every year. I, I miss baseball being in the Olympics. Uh, this is why... I like the World Baseball Classic. You look at some of the rosters and some of the you know, the guys getting a chance to coach or some of the guys that I played with. I heard there's a Jose Rosado sighting in spring training because he's helping wow. coach Team Puerto Rico. Um, just, just things like that. I mean, you look at some of the rosters. And I love with all the different things that I've gotten to do before the pandemic with teaching baseball overseas to see some of these other countries get the opportunity in the Great Britons and Netherlands and, and you know Germany and Czech Republic and some of those to get to get some of those guys. It's it's all the work for all those countries that are over there, you know, trying to do it and trying to get baseball to the forefront of their country. Uh, this is their opportunity to get in front of the world and show, you know, what there is talent in other places than just what everybody knows about. You know, there's there's so many players playing this game, uh, and for that part of it, I'm really excited to see those guys get an opportunity and. We're putting a great team on the field. we got some of our biggest stars in the game are playing for us, and I think that's pretty cool because a lot of a lot of times when you have international competition type stuff like uh, the Olympics and all that sometimes it's our non roster guys uh, that end up going to play and do that and uh, this time I mean you got the biggest stars in the game you know vying for a vying for a world literally a world title
3: do you think uh, uh, the Mike Trouts of the world? Uh, volunteering to play for the USA team in the World Baseball Classic, has other semi-superstars or superstars following suit? Like, if it's good enough for Mike Trout, it's good enough for me? You think that's a real thing? I think so. I
1: I think it is a real thing. And when you have a guy that's, I mean, the face of the game in in Mike Trout and to to him to want to do it, I mean, I think that kind of shows everybody else, like, if if I'm going to do it, why wouldn't you do it? Uh, And I think that's pretty cool. I think it's awesome that the Royals are well represented uh, on a whole bunch of different uh, teams in different countries. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, I worry about it a little bit from a pitching standpoint. You know, what what guys got to get ready a little bit early. Uh, And I'm sure big league clubs hate it as well uh, because they've got to get ramped up a little bit early. Because you you know it, Shane, you you did it. You're not going to go out there and go half speed, man. You got a guy in the box, especially if it's a Mike Trout or, or somebody else or Miguel Cabrera you're going to try to get that out. There's, there's yep. no fast in it. And when, I mean, who, who's going to say we're a hundred percent ready because spring training just started and then it's going to be a blast. So uh, in that regard, uh, I saw that Kershaw's playing because insurance. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't even know that that was a factor in all of this until I saw that come out the other day. So that's an interesting, that's an interesting part of it too, that I was unaware of. Like, Uh, man, with what these guys are getting paid at the big league level, if you go out and get hurt during the World Baseball Classic, I mean, is that team going to be on the hook for your entire salary? Does everybody have to have insurance for that? I mean, that's a question that I never even really thought about until the Kershaw thing happened.
3: No, and as far as that goes, that the – Health issue thing for me kind of started and stopped at whoever the pitching coach is for that particular country's team. You just got to hope and pray if you're a big league team and cross your fingers that that guy has your guy's best interest in mind. And if he gets to 70 pitches after four innings and he's cruising, that the pitching coach will say, all right, that's enough. We'll go on to the next guy. Uh, you just have to assume that that would be the case. But now you got insurance. Uh, Mixing into that. And then the last thing you want to see is anybody to get hurt, pitcher
1: or position player. Sure. You know, these managers want to win. I mean, but but they're not going to, I don't think, do it at the cost of injuring a player. But at the same time, I mean, you you want to win these games. You've been in these World Baseball Classics. You have to obviously try to win a title. So uh, there's got to be a there's a fine line there and, you know, try to win and, and try not to get somebody hurt. Because it almost seems like if you're trying not to get hurt, that's when you end up getting
3: hurt. Right. Talking to Jamie Lillip, former Royal. A couple of quick hits before we let you go. A couple off-the-radar type of questions. Uh, I don't know that we've ever discussed the Savannah Bananas. Uh, Everybody who knows anything about baseball knows about the Savannah Bananas by now. Uh, I equate them to or their comp is uh, baseball's version of the Harlem Globetrotters. Are they good for baseball? Is it just good, clean fun, the Savannah Bananas?
1: Uh, it is, and I, we had the opportunity here in Kansas City. They came and played at the Monarchs field last year, and I was able to just secure a suite and took about 30 people out there with me. Jay Hendricks, uh, who's the president and general manager for the Monarchs, was my assistant GM with the Royals. So uh, I'd heard all about it. Actually, Emily was the one that kind of gave me the heads up that they were coming, and I did a little research. And uh, when they were here, uh, their marketing department's second to none. Who came running out of the outfield with a flag here in Kansas City? Uh but the 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 mic dropper uh, from the Royals World Series parade, um, yeah so that was that was pretty cool here and to see spaceman Bill Lee, who's seventy whatever years old, come in and and pitch a deal. I just got a, a tweet this morning from a friend, uh, apparently Johnny Damon uh, suited up and played for him uh, over the weekend this weekend. so I was kind of looking at the box scores. You know what? And the baseball. Johnny Gomes, was, the guy you were talking about? Johnny, Johnny Gomes? Gomes is who, yeah. Yes. Johnny Gomes is who was here in Kansas City. Yes. And then Johnny Damon. I just got a tweet uh, recently that they, they got Damon talked into souping up somewhere down in Florida, I would guess, because he still lives in the Orlando area. Uh, but to be honest with you, the baseball was pretty decent. Uh, the unique thing that they did here, instead of playing the party animals, which is what they normally do, um, they actually played against the Monarchs for three innings. Um, uh- and so some of the guys, Pete Cosma, uh, they had a couple ex big leaders on the Monarchs roster last year um, here. Uh, and so that was kind of a different thing that they had never done before uh, to actually play against the opposing team in the city they were at instead of the barnstorming tour, you know, and yeah. playing against the party animals. So that was, that was neat. I, I enjoyed it. It's a different way of going about things. Uh, I don't know if you know this or if the general public knows this. They used to transition from the barnstorming thing into the uh, a summer collegiate league team. Yes, uh, and yes. they are not doing. They are actually not doing that anymore. Uh, they've seen such a lucrative uh, business for out- to go out and have fun and do their banana style baseball uh, that they're doing that stuff full time. So I think it's pretty neat, man. It's fun. Uh, in- Any way to 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 enjoy this game and play it in a little bit different way? I- I'm all right with it.
3: Did you see uh, what Jake Peavy did for them within the last year? I did not. He, he suited up, he pitched, and he actually had a gold glove because he, you know, <laughs> won a gold glove.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> he had a gold glove out there. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of wheels off baseball, but every single person I've talked to, you included, like like, uh, if you get a chance to go see those guys, you
1: need to go do it. You got to do it. Have you gotten the opportunity? I know they haven't them the Wichita. I have not. But, no. Uh, yeah. Nope. Do yourselves a favor sometime this summer and, and check them out. They sell out in a hurry. Uh, I kind of lucked out here that I had in at the ballpark, uh, but that's a hard ticket to get because they uh, they're super uber popular. Uh, I saw one of the things they did this weekend. Like the first ball that they threw was yellow. I think it went to Cooperstown, and yeah. then I saw a guy throw a ball that was on fire, literally on fire. And one of the funnest things is is you can foul a ball into the stands and somebody in the stands catches it, it's actually an out.
3: You're out. That's, that's cool. right. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's great. I love and, that.
3: And didn't I see somebody swinging a bat that was on fire perhaps too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: absolutely. Yep, for sure.
3: All right, and before we let you go, I know we're running a little bit late, but we're having a good time anyway. So uh, I know in college uh, you and I are the same age for people that don't know. We both went to Wichita State together. Uh, and you are big into baseball card collecting then. And I think we all were at some point in our youth. Is that still a thing?
1: Uh, it's becoming a thing more than, it, more than it has been. I think in those, you know, when we got to college between 86 and maybe 92, they almost printed, they printed too many cards. It was like uh, they did it, overdid it. Uh, and the thing that I think they've gotten really smart about now is everything's a limited release which makes the value of the stuff go up. I think it may be a little bit different. Uh, You can't ride your bike to the gas station and go buy a pack of cards for 50 cents like you could when we were kids. Uh, And in that regard, I wish kids could still do that. But I know that's one thing that I've gotten to do with some of the kids that I teach. I've been able to get a hold of a ton of, you know, 88, 89, 90 in that area, unopened packs of Donruss and Fleer and Tops and pass them out to the kids. Like even last week, I had all the kids that I had the lesson with the week before the Super Bowl, I had them all predict the Super Bowl score. Uh, the kid that got closest to it got two packs of unopened 90 Fleer, two packs of unopened 91 Fleer, and a $20 gift card to Quick Trip. Um, so that that's was a bad. fun deal. And, and the kid got the King Jr. card and the 90 Fleer set. Uh, I had a, kid a couple weeks ago get the rated rookie Mark Grace out of the 88 uh, Donruss set. So that, that's pretty fun. And it's fun for me when you start flipping through those cards and you see guys you played with and you can tell the story. Uh, and that's what it's all about, man, getting kids to love this game of baseball. And and now, I mean, there's so many neat cards out there, not just baseball, but football and basketball. And I think there's a lot of money managers that are probably suggesting that you should have a couple of those in your portfolio. portfolio yeah. Because they are not going to go down in value. They will only increase in value.
3: Jamie, always good catching up with you. By the time we talk next, we'll have Royal Spring Training Games to break down, and I fully expect a report on my desk first thing in the morning.
1: And I will give you an update. I'm actually running down to do some fishing down in Winter Haven in Lakeland, Florida, on uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So hopefully I can catch the biggest bass that I've ever had the pleasure of catching before I talk to you again.
3: You're a real jerk. You know that? (laughs) Yes. All right. Thank you. Safe travels. Thanks, guys. All right. It's uh, 144. when we come back. I'm old Jack Young.
5: Next. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com.
6: When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022. Case IH equipment from Candyquip. Choose from Case IH Cedars tillage tools, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit CanEquip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. CanEquip, CanEquip, you.
7: Did you know you could be driving in a pile of cash, like right now? Bumper makes it easy to know what your car is worth. The used car market is hot right now. Bumper.com could be your chance to cash in. Bumper.com lets you know what your car is worth based on your car's specific details. So whether you're selling or just want to know, Bumper makes it easy. Bumper.com could be your opportunity to make some bank. Know what your car is worth. Just go to Bumper.com. Bumper reports are based upon data available. Bumper may not have the complete historical records of every
6: vehicle. Want to hear how I almost got off the naughty list this year? I help Santa save gazillions by having him download Capital One Shopping to his computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. You can download it too and save a bundle. You don't even need a Capital One card and it's free. So why didn't I get off the naughty list? Turns out Santa's a stickler for naughty words. (laughs) Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet?
2: Savings and available coupons
0: vary. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level, plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. The KCAC postseason tournament is finally here, and teams are trying to make their way to Hartman Arena, home to KCAC Championship Monday. Join me, Pat Strathman, for live play-by-play coverage of the road to Hartman Arena on Thursday. It's the KCAC Women's Basketball Tournament quarterfinals as number four Tabor welcomes number five St. Mary. Our coverage begins at seven o'clock on Wichita's Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, ninety-two point three FM.
3: Uh, no, it's 148 I'm old Jack Young Feb
7: 23 Man,
1: oh man
3: The beginning of this song is so identifiable So familiar
4: It's an indie rock band Man, Their title tight. is Letters. I'll lead you in that direction.
0: Dang!
3: What's the name of this song?
4: Electric Feel. Mm. I and mean, it's just letters. Just letters. Four letters. <laughs> No. You. <laughs> <laughs> almost there, almost there. <laughs> See? I, I don't know. I don't know. Who is it? MGMT. do oh, ah, you remember them from the early 2000s. Big indie rock group. No, this song is... Yeah, this song that was, was very famous.
3: It was like a worm burrowing through your brain, one so of those. those. But no, nah, MGMT, that's... Um, Tough to get. It, the people usually recognize
4: that. them for the song and then go, Who sings this again? Right. Yeah. And they're who like, MGMT. And they're like, Well, I don't know who that is. All right.
3: All right. It's uh, 149. I'm old Jack's Young. We're going Born Day today. And Andrew Wiggins is only 28, believe he it or not.
4: Highest rated recruit. In Kansas basketball history, and if I'm not mistaken, he had a perfect 1.000 score on his uh, I think so. rivals. I think that's
3: right. Yep, the Mabel greatest Jordan. recruit ever born.
4: Yeah, no kidding.
3: Number one overall pick by Minnesota. No.
4: Oh, Cleveland. It was Cleveland. Yeah, they Cleveland. traded. Yeah, it was a yep. Kevin Love trade. Yep. Uh,
3: Charles Tillman, forty-two. Uh, Peanut. Former yes, I was going to say Hall of uh, famer. nickname if you need it. Yeah, born in Chicago. <laughs> Scott
4: Ellerton, forty-seven. Oh, <laughs> Scott Ellerton. I'm trying to think of the teams now. Too former Astro. I want to say former Royals. Yes.
3: <laughs> did he or did he not make an All-Star game with the Royals?
4: No, no chance he did.
3: Am I thinking of Mark Redman? You're thinking Spare? of Redman. Yeah. Th-
4: yeah, I just pulled up his baseball reference page. Uh, his career ERA with the Royals was six five nine and twenty nine starts. In two thousand seven, he somehow made nine starts and had an ERA of ten four six.
1: Wow,
3: crash and burn, huh, Mav? Uh, Greg Hill, fifty one.
4: I'm gonna go former football player. Yes. Former chief. Yes. Go further and than that.
3: Current running back coach, I think. Uh, is it, and I thought it was Greg Lewis. Oh, okay. Oh, good, good, good call. Good call. Isn't uh, isn't the enemy trying to bring? He him is trying with him? to
4: bring Greg Lewis with uh-huh. him. Mm-hmm. Greg, Greg Lewis, Lewis is the him. guy that uh, in the opener against the Browns, he <laughs> remember gotten that altercation with. Whoever the Browns, I think it was a safety at that point. Remember he, like, shoved him or something like that because he was standing over Tyreek Hill?
3: I don't remember that.
4: Oh, yeah. Go look up the video of Greg Lewis and the Browns. Okay. Was that in Kansas City? Yeah, it was the home opener last year, 2021.
3: Okay. Bobby Bonilla, 60.
4: Oh, man. Former Met. Still making money.
3: Still getting paid. Ed Jones, 72. Nickname. Too Tall need. Jones? That's him. There you yep. go. Uh, too Tall.
4: Yep. Great. Uh, was it Progressive? No, Geico. Geico. Is Ed Too Tall Jones Too Tall? <laughs> they
3: kind of eventually jumped the shark with those insurance commercials, but it's an arms race for to come up with cool ideas for an insurance. Yes yeah. <laughs> Uh, Fred Belitnikov, eighty.
4: This is gonna be a big four. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. Oh
3: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. really, oh,
4: Jack? Yes. Oh my god. Oh yes. no. Oh no. Uh, this
3: guy is a. This guy's a hall of famer in well, his the sport.
4: Stick football then.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Former Raider. He's the white guy that used all the stickum. You remember oh, that from yeah, the yeah, NFL yeah. films? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him.
4: Yeah. Belitnikov, the,
3: the guy that looked fifty-five when he was twenty-eight. They all did That's back it. then. That's kind of, they all kind of did. Those those mutton chops weren't doing them any favors. And if anybody was losing their hair prematurely, they looked, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Here's one. I need to do some quick math, see how old he is. Tom Osborne, 86. Football.
4: Uh, former coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers.
3: That's right. That's right.
4: He has to be like ninety. Eight.
3: Well, that's why I said eighty-six. Whew. Nineteen thirty-seven. That would make him eighty-six. Is that a good run? Still kicking. Yeah. Born on this day, now dead. This guy would be ninety-four. Elston Howard died in nineteen eighty. Actually,
4: I'll go basketball. No. no.
3: Baseball player. Catcher. 12-time All-Star. Elston Howard. uh, Six-time World Series. He was a Yankee. He was actually the first African-American Yankee. Okay. Born St. Louis. Died in 1980. Uh, Dying on this day. Do we have any notable deaths of note? I won't stump you with and that answer
4: would be hell
3: occurrences in sports scrolling no not really oh okay this guy in 1968 became the first NBA player to score 25,000 points 1968. First guy to twenty five K. This NBA. means
4: Jerry West?
3: No, good guess though. This guy's dead. that's a hint. Pistol Pete? No, good guess, but uh, he didn't stick around the NBA long enough. He didn't live long enough.
4: Wilt. Oh God. That was yeah. yep, that's a mate that's a big miss by me.
3: Yeah. First to twenty five K. The big dipper, Wilt Chamberlain. All right. So tomorrow we'll have our story of the week and we'll have Thorne Eystrom to talk uh, college football prospects and who the Chiefs might take at 31 and 63. Until then, for Jack, I'm Shane. Thanks for listening. But stick around because Pulse is next.